de Mayo 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a tiny show called This Joe Batanz, where, you know, we examine the inner workings of the brain of the host of an LGBTQ plus media company called Afterthought Media. What else would it be? And it's This Joe Batanz right here on said network. Isn't that weird? Stated at the top of the show. Today is Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz. Oh, it's also known as Cinco de Mayo. Uh, and uh, again, I, you know, I give the inner workings of my brain all for your voyeuristic benefit right here on this Joe Batanz. You know, yesterday we had quite the little episode where I was talking about uh, burnout and whatnot, and, I'm, and I, th- I do, maybe we'll continue that tomorrow or something. Today, I, have a, I don't really have any events to talk about. I just don't want to talk about that. You know, I just, like, I do want to talk about it. I was actually talking a little bit about it with one Taylor T. Latte Boy. I wasn't actually talking about me specifically. We were just talking about burnout in general. And, and, and what I think I'm learning is that I feel the burnout may be from coronavirus and not necessarily creator burnout, even though I think there is some creator burnout as well. Because it seems like, it seems to be in the zeitgeist. It seems to be that everybody has some element of burnout. And as much as I am a firm believer in trusting experts, and as much as I'm a firm believer in that we still need to maintain this quarantine, if we are going to continue the plateau, if we are going to continue to uh, stop the spread of this virus... It doesn't, uh, it, it, it does weigh on my mind that like, wow, it has been nearly two months since I've, apart from my brother, interacted with another human being. Now, what's funny about that, and that leads right into the one story I had to tell you, and I think I told this on some show. Always remember that I probably told some story on some show. In fact, even my friends who listen to the shows now, like Taylor was telling me, you talked about this on some show, and I go, I don't know. Maybe. Or it was in private. I don't know. Or Mike Lawson. I don't know who. I don't even know who it was. I don't even know what to say anymore. Right? But um, I uh, was talking to uh, John Paul, friend of the show Jean-Paul, and we were discussing um, just, it, you know, he and I used to have a standing Sunday date, so to speak. Uh, where we would get together, we'd grab something to eat, we might see a movie, often we saw a movie, uh, and then we'd always go to the Arts District in downtown LA sometime in the evening-ish and get ice cream at Salt and Straw. It was like clockwork. We are going to go to Salt and Straw, okay? Uh, whether we saw a movie, up in the air. Whether we got something to eat, 
up in the air, but we always got salt and straw. Sometimes we just, sometimes, in fact, not even sometimes, often we would just get salt and straw. We would just meet up and only get salt and straw. That's the way it was. And uh, he and I were talking, and he and he said, you know, I, I, how can we see each other? Is there a way we can socially distance and safely see each other? And I said, listen, John Paul, it's so funny that you say that. But um, my brother, for my dad's birthday last week, my brother came over. And we, he, you know, the way my parents back, my parents have uh, a, a sizable backyard. I wouldn't call it a super crazy large backyard. And I'm sure there are people in other parts of the country that have larger backyards. I would say for Southern California, it's on the medium large side, on the large side of medium. If that makes sense. It has a nice size backyard. <laughs> and, uh, and, and and the way it works, and my parents have different little areas set up for people just to chill with, like, patio furniture and whatnot. And so when my brother came over, and I'm not gonna, I think I told the whole story somewhere else. I'm not going to repeat that. But essentially went down, there's a side of the house. So he, he went through the side gate, walked down the side of the house, and sat in that little seating area uh, that's right right where you exit the side of the house. And um, now, the, one of the things I said was, underneath that um, gazebo, or I guess what you would call it, is a, and we measured it when my brother was there, a six foot by six foot table. So it was perfectly conven- convenient that my brother and I just sat, and his wife sat on one side and the kids, and I sat on the other side because that's six feet apart. My parents were super nervous and sat like double or triple that away. Okay, and we had our little event. Okay, so I, John Paul says, I, go, I, go, I said, you know what, John Paul? It's funny that you say that. And I tell him the whole story. And he's like, oh, well, then I'll just come over on Sunday. And all sounds great. So I tell my parents, my parents love John Paul. I think they're going to be happy. And they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe uh, they were fine with me. They're like, we're going to stay. Inside. We're going to hide inside the house. I was like, oh, my God, they're crazy people. They're, they're crazy people. So uh, so John Paul's coming on Sunday, but they're going to hide, okay? Well, my mom, of course, when my mom's people want to come over, so my mom's cousin, Linda, if you remember her from uh, Catching Up Lore, she's the one that was married to Manny, who passed away. And uh, she wanted her to come over, and so she did, but, oh, my God, it was comical. So Linda walked down the side of the house, and they, I have a picture. I took a photograph. It was so crazy. Where my parents, they had, she came over for dinner. My parents sat under that gazebo where my brother was, and there is another table further down at the, at the other end, at the back of the backyard, where Linda sat at another table, and she ate her dinner, and they would shout to each other from across the backyard. And then whenever they had to get even 10 feet of each other, they would put on masks. Now, look, of course, I appreciate, you know, on one hand, I'm super judgy of this Adam Vaught. But on the other hand, it's like, I mean, there is, like, just sit six feet apart and don't have large groups and don't do it all the time. You know, like the John Paul, I haven't seen John Paul in two months. It's the one visitor I will have had in two months and I probably won't have another one. 
So, um, that is the state of affairs for the John Paul thing. Now, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about is also that I've been doing this new thing. So, you know, it's very important to me, and I may have talked about this in a previous episode, but I have, you know, more to say about this. It's very important to me that I take a weekend to separate myself from podcasting. Okay. And so right now, the weekends always change depending on the season of the year. Okay. So I think right before Drag Race, my 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 weekend was the traditional weekend. But uh, right now, my weekend is on Wednesdays and Thursdays. So Wednesdays and Thursdays are my Saturday and Sunday. Or I don't do any podcasting. And in fact, it's it's hard. I it, Believe it or not, you would think that'd be really easy. It's actually really, really hard, especially with this ACAST transition, and especially with this Joe Batanz. Uh, it's hard to uh, really, because this Joe Batanz really is a part of it. You know, I, I, I've, I've yet to do the thing where I transition, where Friday through uh, Tuesday, I do episodes of this Joe Batanz. And... Uh, we'll make it happen, but uh, that's the way it is right now. So, uh, so, t- so it, it's very important to me. So you would think, oh, well, what, what, you know, the the dilemma I had is I can't do anything. If it was a regular, if we were, if we were in normal times, I would force myself to go do things and go places and visit people and and just be out of the house and, and just to kept get myself away. I'd probably get a Disneyland pass and go to Disneyland one of those days and all sorts of stuff. Okay. But I can't, you know, I'm stuck here. So what I've decided to do is do virtual visits. It was inspired by my friend Mercedes. Once again, I apologize if I've talked about this in another disjumatance, where on her birthday, you know, which was right at the beginning of this quarantine thing, she did uh, basically an appointment thing where every half hour there was a different person who called her. And she filled her day. Uh, uh, and I, you know what's so funny? At the time, I was jealous I was like, there's no way I could fill my day the way Mercedes says. But you know, I've spread it out over two days. I think if I I think if I wanted to, I could fill my day, actually. So that's actually that was was, was a piece of good news. Is so um so I uh so I decided to, I'm gonna do that on a weekly basis. And I went through my phone book. I've really poured through my phone book. Um multiple there must be a, something I can do to find more people, but I found a limited number of people that I would ask myself the question, do I want to talk to this person once a week? Okay, do I want to talk to this person once a week? And I found that group of people. And uh, I, I started it last week, and it was very successful. I think one of the things that I talked about, uh, if I talked about it before, once again, I'm sorry, guys, I don't know what I say wherever, whether it's in private or in public is I was surprised that how little talking I do. It seems with these phone calls that I am actually mostly the listener. I'm mostly listening. I think because, you know, other people don't have the medium that I do to just talk all the time, you know? And so uh, when I get them on the phone, uh, one, I want to listen because I'm sick of talking about myself. And two, they want to talk. They have a lot to say. Uh, and so it's been very enlightening to talk to these people and to hear them talk, to, for, to listen for a change. 
It's basically my own little podcast. So uh, it's generally on Wednesdays and Thursdays. There are a couple of people who can only do Tuesdays. So, for instance, Taylor the Latte Boy, I've scheduled. I have him on Tuesdays. And also um, Armando, if you remember, former ward of the show, Armando. Uh, he the former war just because unlike Jose, for those of you who are old school, uh, Armando Jose just ghosted me. All right, whatever. Armando's just becoming an, an adult and doesn't need a ward. You know he can hand, he can handle himself. So he doesn't need to be a ward. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, I called both of them today and we talked. Uh, Taylor Velate boy and I that half hour went by very quickly. And it was some Animal Crossing talk, it was some podcasting talk, it was a little this and that, it was a hodgepodge, and just like real life, the half hour went by very quickly. Well, we're both podcasters, so we both know how to talk, we both have a lot to say, and uh, often I find, though, that, I and it's not my intention, is I interrupt him, but I think he also interrupts me, so we're just constantly interrupting each other, but he gets upset, I can tell he gets like, <sighs> he does that, and then I'm like, oh, okay, what, what did you have to say, and then he continues. There's that. And then with Armando, it's so funny. I felt sort of sorry for him because months and months and months ago, I don't even know how it came up. He mentioned that he wanted a blanket that looked like a tortilla. I don't know how this came up. I don't know if I brought it up. I don't know if we saw it somewhere. I don't know. It's just, I just know for a fact that at one point he made it known that he would love to have a blanket that it looks and sh- is in shape of a tortilla and looks like a tortilla. They have them. Look it up. Okay. And I go on this site. It's owned by what used to be Gawker Media. I don't know who owns it now. Called Kinja Deals. And every day they just tell you what the best deals are. Usually they're on Amazon. And I think this was, yeah, this was an Amazon thing. They had one of those tortilla blankets. And usually like, They've always been priced in such a way that I'm like, I would never spend that for a tortilla blanket. But this one was on sale where it was like $12. And I was like, ugh, done. I'm going to buy him the tortilla blanket. So I ask for his address. And so he can tell I'm sending him something. And he's like, oh my God, thank you so much for whatever you're sending me. And I was like, the way he was being effusive in his gratitude, I thought... um, Oh, he thinks this is something cool, right? So I had a break at time, at least via text. I'm all, this is not as cool as you think it is. I go, I don't want you to get your hopes up and you think that it's some sort of like, you know, I thought maybe you thought it was like an, you know, an Amazon show or something like that or like uh, an Apple TV or some, I don't know. I don't know what he thought it was. Or I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But he was just being so excited that I was like, I don't want him to be disappointed. And I said, I'll tell you on our phone call tomorrow what I got you. So we talk, we don't even, it doesn't even come up. It's at the end of the phone call that I say, oh, you didn't ask me what I got you for, you know, the package. And he goes, oh, yeah, what was it? And he goes, uh, I can't remember what he thought it was going to be, but it was actually something even super stupider. And then I go, no, 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 no. It's uh, a blank. You said this, you wanted this one time. I, I go, it, it's a blanket that looks like a tortilla. And he laughed and laughed. He's so excited. In fact, he was more excited for that than I thought. I th- he was like, because Amazon told me it's not going to be there till Friday or Saturday. And he has to go out of town on, fr- on Friday at some point. And he's like, oh, my God, I hope it comes Friday. I hope it comes Friday. I want to take it with me. I'm so excited. Please tell me it comes on, on Friday. And I was like, I don't know. They said that. And that's been the weird thing with Amazon. I've been ordering packages. And Amazon hasn't had its usual uh, 
accuracy in its delivery. I've gotten some packages a day or two early. I've gotten some packages a day or two late. It's just all over the place. So, uh, yeah, so that was the conversation I had with Taylor. That was the conversation I had. Oh, and then, and then, this is another story. I've mentioned this guy, Trevor, on Catching Up, okay? Former colleague of mine. I don't even think we've been colleagues for 20 years, okay? But, um, and uh, the brief rundown is Trevor has always seemed very gay. Not only is his voice gay, not only is he mildly effeminate, but also, like, he's just very gay. I don't know, just, like, his choices are gay. He's just gay, right? But he, he's, he's a very odd duck. I'm actually kind of fascinated by him. And, um, but, and, and also is just, like, in love with me. Is constantly buying me gifts, inviting me to, he, his big thing is he loves to go to, like, exclusive event he's always going to every event possible there's an event going on in los angeles you can bet trevor's going to it okay and uh just it's just he's one of these people right and like for instance again uh, that's a whole other story one day tell me somebody remind me to tell you the story about how he's i just was heard the whole story that he's high there was a whole drag queen search okay he was looking for a drag queen to hire a drag queen for something. He was going to the big ones too, like Jackie Beat. Money was no object for him. I think it landed. I think he landed up getting Sherry Vine, maybe Sherry Vine. I think is who he landed up getting. And uh, the event. Uh, anyway, I'm going. I'm going down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't go down. So, and and I've talked about this on Catching Up. Even though he's a perfectly nice person and so wonderful to me, there is some uh, an element of. Uh, I got those God, why don't you love me? Oh, you do. I'll see you later. Blues with him, uh, where it's like he's so obsessed with me that I'm like, ugh, I want nothing to do with him, right? And by the way, he's very cute too. I think he's very handsome, and I've always thought he's very handsome. Uh, and uh, he 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 was te- he texted me like last week, like, how are you doing? And in typical Joe Batan style with him, I was just I just ignored the text, which I never ignore any text. Every text gets answered by me. It may take me a little while, like a day, but I but for the most part I'm actually a pretty quick responder with text. I'm not even joking. I didn't text him back until last night, and that was because I was going through my text messages to see if I missed anybody that I wanted to talk to this week on my weekly phone calls. So I tried to go, like, he asked me something, are you podcasting? And all I wrote was, yes. I don't even respond. I'm such a dick to him. I don't know why. Why am I such a, so mean? I really don't know why. He's cute. He's nice to me. Possibly gay. Very age appropriate. I mean, see, I would guess he's probably about 40, right? And uh, owns his own home, a fierce home that used to be owned by like, a silent movie star in Hollywood. It's crazy, right? So I felt badly, so I scheduled him for a phone call today, after I was texting with him for a little bit this day, and I scheduled him for a phone call, because he was like, oh, no, he called me when I was, when we were recording, I didn't tell him to call me, I just texted him, but he called during um, Celebrity Drag Race Recap, and I saw that he called, and I was like, I'm so mean to him, I'll just, so I told him, I have a slot, I told him this is what I'm doing, and I have a slot open at this time, he's like, great. And I usually call the person. He called me right at 1 p.m. 
And I told him what I was, and he gets so, and he, and again, like I said, I'm so mean to him. And, and I was like, he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, podcasting's busier than ever. And he's like, yeah, like so excited that podcasting's so busy. And then after, and Afterthought's doing so well. And he would do anything for Afterthought. What is it about me? Why is it, why are we like that as people that when somebody roots for you, you're against them? And what's funny is it turned out that. He was perfect. I'm actually thinking right now I might add him to the regular rotation. Like, the first, I will say the first 10 to 15 minutes were a little slow, okay? But in the last 15 minutes, when he was talking about Sherry Vine and some weird uh, variety show he goes to or used to go to, when it goes back up, I should go to it, and the people that he hired for there for some virtual party he's having, it's a whole thing. And that was my day in a nutshell, everybody. You see, like, I told you, I had stuff to say today. And I will save the rest of the burnout conversation for another time. But I think it'll probably be tomorrow. Because tomorrow, I'm just... It's a day of phone calls tomorrow to my friends. Maybe I'll get learn some, some drama. Who knows? But you'll find all about it all tomorrow on This Job of Tance right here on Afterthought Media.